T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Taylor Eldridge joins us from the Wichita Eagle, Kansas.com. Taylor, you've been out playing golf. Tell us about that outing. I didn't know you were a golfer. Yeah, me and uh, some of the media uh, guys, uh, some of the television guys, uh, picked up golf this summer. So, uh, played a little, uh, a little round at Auburn Hills. Wow, picked a tough course. So I gotta ask, what was your score? Uh, well, you know, you got you got a couple, you know, foot wedges, a couple mulligans. Uh, we'll, we'll call it a, a, a soft ninety-one. There you go. We'll take it. Uh, let's get into uh, those Shockers, just back from a trip to Greece where they played three games. No idea about the level of competition. Uh, you were able to talk with their head coach, Paul Mills, uh, after some of those games. Uh, what did you take away from those conversations and then uh, from uh, what you were able to watch uh, during that tour of Greece? Yeah, I think the the biggest thing that struck me was uh, just the – uh, the flow on offense, uh, the spacing, uh, you can tell that these guys have really been drilled about spacing. And, uh, you know, there's always two players, the very, you know, far edges of the uh, the corners of both sides of the arc. And then, uh, you know, the guy on the wing is always properly spaced. You know, there's a lot of room inside of the paint to drive and for the big man to operate with that pick and roll game. So uh, that's the uh, one of the bigger things that, that – kind of struck me some of the clips showed really good ball movement uh you know five players touching the ball in less than five seconds i don't know if we saw too much of that last season so i think that'll be a welcome change for uh you know shocker fans to see uh, a little bit better you know continuity on on offense a little bit better rhythm better flow uh you know it remains to be seen if uh you know the shooting improves but you know, uh, you hear it all the time that, you know, they, they shoot well in practice. We'll see if it translates to a game. But uh, and then the other thing was uh, maybe like the offensive rebounding. Uh, you know, some of these guys that they brought in, Ronnie DeGray, Dalen uh, Original, uh, you know, Quincy Ballard uh, back from last season, uh, all three of those guys really attacked the offensive glass, uh, uh, you know, in the clips that I saw and then the box score that they sent over. Uh, they were really, really, really good at tracking down their own misses. So that's something that you could uh, expect, uh, you know, coming up this season because I think he is going to play a lot of two big lineups, you know, with Kenny Poto, Jacob Germany, Kenny Poto, Quincy Ballard, uh, you know, some kind of combination between those three. You know, I think two of those guys could share the court, uh, you know, at least some of the time this season. So that's going to make Wichita State a pretty good offensive rebounding team 
would be my guess. Yeah, that's part of uh, where I was going, Taylor. Just who uh, you think fans should prepare to see on the floor, not just uh, some the combinations, but uh, will B. John Cortez be eligible? It sounds like uh, they're really clamping down on, on waivers, so do we expect Ronnie DeGray uh, to play this season? The the two big thing, like you mentioned, who who should we even prepare to, to have playing for the Shockers when the season begins? Yeah, so, you know, probably the best players are going to be, you know, Kenny Poto, you know, back for his third year, and then Colby Rogers, who sat out last season as a redshirt uh, transfer. Uh, you know, he's looked really good so far in summer practices. So those are, you know, two names uh, to get you started. And Jacob Germany, he's a grad transfer from UTSA. Uh, he's, you know, you know played, started four years, uh, bringing a ton of experience with him. Uh, then, like, Harlan Beverly was one that I thought – uh, maybe boosted his stock, uh, you know, in this Greece trip. I was really impressed uh, by his vision, his ball handling. You know, uh, he played an entire game at point guard, which is, uh, you know, if you're a Miami fan, that'd be pretty surprising because, you know, he played on the wing, didn't really do too much uh, handling of the ball, you know, for the Hurricanes last year when they were, uh, you know, going to the final four. So, you know, he's a six six wing. Uh, he averaged, you know, three and a half assists as a sophomore, uh, so, you know, he, he has the ability to, to do, and I think Paul Mills is going to tap into that, use him more as a secondary ball handler. Xavier uh, Bell, you know, the Andover Central native, another name that's uh, kind of played more minutes at point guard. Uh, as you mentioned, you know, Bijan Cortez, uh, unable to practice, unable to play right now, you know, facing academic issues. So, you know, as the last I heard, you know, they're confident that he'll be ready to go for the start of the season. So, you know, he's the, the only natural point guard on the roster, so you can expect him to, to make some kind of impact there as well. So Isaac Abide is another name. Uh, it's a, you know, returner saw spot minutes last season. I think he's going to see an increased role this year. Quincy Ballard, uh, you know, big trip in Greece, you know, three straight double-digit games. And then the, the pickup that I really like is uh, Dalen Original. I feel like a lot of people just looked at, you know, he averaged five points, came off the bench for, a, you know, an average Missouri State team, and they just kind of wrote it off. But, you know, if you look into the numbers, hyper-efficient uh, shot, you know, 42% on threes, great offensive rebounder, great shot blocker in the minutes that he did play. Uh, so I think that's a, that's a good example of Paul Mills identifying someone that maybe didn't fit in another system, and I think he's going to, uh, flourish with WSU. I think he's going to see a much larger role, could even end up in the starting lineup, I think, and, uh, you know, really, really be, you know, a key player for the Shockers this year. Talking uh, with Taylor Eldridge, Wichita Eagle. I was going to ask you about uh, Quincy Ballard because I also noticed his productivity in the games in Greece. After not a ton of productivity here when he was healthy uh, last year, uh, is that is that real or is that a mirage? Because so often these overseas trips produce some mirages. What's real about uh, his performance? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put too much stock into the points. You know, I, I think it was 16, 16, 11. Uh, you know, the first Greek team they played is kind of like, you know, uh, you know, a kind of an older group that you would find at the Y. That That's the competition they were kind of playing. And then the Calgary team they were playing, uh, actually pretty good. You know, they're like a, a good low major 
uh, college basketball team is what I've been told. Uh, but all of their centers are, you know, undersized because they play pick and pop. They play, you know, five out spacing. So not a lot of resistance for him. Uh, but the things that I saw on those clips that were promising was that, you know, he just looks so much more comfortable rolling to the basket. I think it goes back to the spacing that we talked about earlier. Uh, he's got more room to operate. Uh, you know, people are actually looking for him on those lobs. But, uh, you know, obviously the, the competition level is going to be much, much higher in the American Athletic Conference. So, I mean, I, I want to put too much stock into thinking that, you know, Quincy Ballard is you know, going to average double-digit points for the Shockers this year. But I think it is encouraging. It's a step in the right direction to see that he can do that, can be a lob threat. And, uh, you know, I, some impressive clips of him blocking shots. Uh, you know, that's that's kind of the vision for, for WSU, you know, have him being that rim runner and then that, that shot, uh, you know, that rim protector on the defensive end. Uh, you know, always going to be tough, you know, playing him on defense uh, if they're playing man-to-man because, you know, teams are just going to put him in pick and rolls and uh, force him to guard those little guards. But uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they employ him because, you know, Kenny Poto, Jacob Germany, that's a pretty good combination how many minutes are available behind those two guys. Uh, but I think it's, uh, I mean, that was an encouraging trip for sure for Quincy Ballard. Yeah, you talked about uh, Ridgenell shooting 40%. Uh, I know Cortez was around there. A couple other guys who have had smaller roles were uh, at other places were, were good shooters. What What do you think is fair to expect uh, when those guys, you know, start to play 20, 25, 30 minutes a game. Uh, can we expect that they'll have that same level of, of uh, uh, efficiency, or do you think it, the percentages will go down? Uh, how do you think uh, the, it translates when, guy, when guys put up some numbers uh, maybe in more limited playing time? That's like a running joke in the, like the Wichita State fan base is that, you know, they shoot – really well before they put on a shocker uniform. Then they come to Coke arena and uh, you know, those 40% shooters become 30% shooters. So, you know, the last like four years, you know, we've seen a lot of good shooters uh, that were good shooters beforehand come and then just, just not really uh, figure it out at WSU. So I don't know what that's about, but uh, you know, obviously Paul Mills has a strong track record of good three point shooting teams at Oral Roberts. Uh, so you know, I think uh, he's trusting that, that, you know, it's going to be closer to that than what the Shockers have been, you know, these last four years. But, you know, the coaching staff, they've told me that, you know, when they're looking at the, the, the transfer portal, you know, they're looking at those high major guys that are transferring down, uh, you know, that didn't get as much playing time. They always look for the efficiency. You know, they want guys that were very efficient in the minutes that they that they did get on the court. And, a lot of these guys fit the bill, you know, Ronnie DeGray, Harlan Beverly, uh, you know, guys like that, Dalen Original, uh, all three of those guys, uh, uh, you know, even Bijan Cortez, you know, the, the turnover numbers are what kind of uh, limited his efficiency, but he shot it really well. So, uh, you know, all those guys are, are good bets. Uh, you know, we'll see, like you said, you know, it's always a little bit, uh, you know, it's a different ball game when you go from, you know, 10 minutes a game to 20 minutes a game, but, uh, you know, I think they took a lot of uh, smart, uh, you know, swings in the transfer portal. I really like Harlan Beverly's game. You know, Ronnie DeGray had a very strong showing in Greece. And you mentioned earlier, you know, he's going to need a waiver of the second-time transfer. And I think that's maybe why you saw them use that last scholarship on Dalen Original. 
because, you know, it's kind of insurance. They play the same position. You know, if the NCAA forces him to sit out, now you have a, you know, a veteran that can play the three and the four and help the Shockers right away. So, you know, I think all those transfers are going to be guys that are going to play a lot this season. So, you know, Shocker fans need to learn those names. Uh, and, and like you said, you know, Bijan Cortez still needs to get ac- academically eligible. But if he, uh, you know, is able to play, I've been told that he's, you know, he's a playmaker. He's going to make things happen on the court. He's flashy. He's got the long hair. He's got the, you know, the cool name. Uh, you know, a lot of people think he will be a, you know, a fan favorite at Coke Arena if he is able to, to get out there this year. Tanner Eldridge with us. Uh, so you've had a, an opportunity now to watch Paul Mills in action. What have been your impressions uh, of how he runs a practice, uh, how he's going to run a game, what kind of depth he's trying to build? Is he a coach, in your opinion, that will uh, have a short bench, or is he a guy that's going to use uh, a long bench and, and uh, utilize a lot of depth? Yeah, very very meticulous, I would say. You know, it's uh, – I mean, I didn't get a chance to watch a ton of practices, you know, before. But, uh, you know, Paul Mills has been, you know, very gracious with, uh, you know, letting us in and watch a couple of the practices, you know, before they left for Greece. And, yeah, just like the, uh, how detail-oriented he was. Uh, you know, if the, if someone would do just uh, anything little that uh, was not the right way that he was teaching, you know, he would blow the, the the drill dead, you know, force everyone to do it again. And, you know, they have tape on the floor, uh, you know, ex- instructing where players need to stand, where players need to run and transition. You know, it's pretty cool to watch, you know, uh, stuff like that take place, you know, those, those the, that foundation being laid. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, all about spacing. And, uh, you know, he really wants the middle of the floor uh, clear, basically the, the paint extended, those, those two lines. He doesn't want anyone other than, you know, the ball handler, running down the middle. He wants everyone, like, hugging the very, very side, uh, you know, running basically on the sidelines down the floor. So I think uh, you're going to see much better spacing this year uh, for Wichita State. You know, uh, we'll see if that translates to better offense. But, uh, uh, you know, I've listened to some podcasts that he's done. Uh, you know, he's he's a great X's and, X's and O's mind, very well-respected. Uh, so I think he's really going to be – uh, you know, we're going to see some uh, some positive things from the Shocker offense. I think that's, you know, pretty fair to say, you know, easy expectation, uh, you know, especially after the last couple of years where, you know, WSU's offense has kind of been stuck in the mud and, and not really been very efficient at all. So I think you're going to see an upgrade there right away. We'll see, you know, uh, you know if that translates to more wins, but I think it's going to be aesthetically more pleasing and uh, just the way that he teaches, you know, he gets after it in practice. And then he's got, you know, Quincy AC, uh, who looks like he could still play. And he still, you know, practices with these guys. Uh, he'll get after it, you know, with the big guys down low. And I think that really helps them, you know, toughen up. Uh, you know, someone like Kenny Poto, I think that's what a lot of fans want to see him get, you know, a little tougher maybe inside. And, you know, working with Quincy AC, I think that's going to really help him in his third season. So. Uh, I think the spacing, the shooting, uh, some of the plays that they're going to be running on offense, it's going to be much different than what we've seen, uh, you know, the last, you know, three, four years uh, since Wichita State has really kind of hit that that rut on offense. So uh, I think it will be exciting times. Uh, 
you know, we'll see if he's the right guy to turn it around. Uh, everyone I've talked to in national college basketball media, very high on the hire. You know, obviously all the, the coaching people I've talked to, uh, Jerome Tang, you know, he's very, very confident that Paul Mills is the right guy for the job to turn this thing around. So we'll see. I think it's going to take time. Uh, I think, you know, this first year, especially until he brings, you know, his own uh, own complete roster in. Uh, but uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what, what he's able to do with this first season because I feel like there's not very, uh, you know, very low expectations, I would say, uh, from the fan base. Do you think the argument can be made that uh, the conference this year will be better than it was Last year, it seems like Florida Atlantic and Houston, as crazy as it probably sounds, can cancel each other out. And uh, you could probably find a couple teams out of North Texas, UAB, Rice, uh, Charlotte, that uh, can at least be as good as Central Florida and Cincinnati were last year. And you could probably count on an imp- a little bit of an improvement from Wichita State and maybe Memphis and, and some others. So can this league be stronger at least for a year uh, than, than it was a year ago? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good question. I mean, I think the, there is uh, more uh, depth at the top and the middle, but they're also bringing in, uh, you know, two uh, teams that are going to, you know, really hurt the net. Uh, uh, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I think it, it does have a chance to, you know, uh, potentially get, you know, three bids. But I feel like I say that every summer where I feel like, you know, you look at it optimistically in the conference and you're like, okay, you know, these two should be able to get bids. And then, you know, somebody sneaks up and as the third, very rare, rarely have we seen in the, the American though, you know, uh, this conference get uh, three teams in. So, you know, Florida Atlantic, uh, you know, it's looking like a top 10 team. Memphis is looking like a top 25 team. They've completely reloaded their roster. You know, Jaquan Walton, former shocker is uh, with them now. Uh, so those two are like head and shoulders above everybody else. And then I think you're right. You know, North Texas, UAB is kind of that next tier. And then uh, teams like, you know, SMU, uh, Wichita State could be, could maybe be in that group if they surprise. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it will be a, a solid league. Uh, but in the net, I think it's going to come out to be just about the same just because, you know, you're adding some good teams, but you're also adding some bad teams. And now it's a bigger league. So uh, I think it's going to come out just about the uh, the same I think the American, I think it's they're safe for about two bids, three if, you know, someone really, really surprises. All right, one more question for you, Taylor. We do appreciate your time. Uh, all the realignment talk certainly brings football to light. Wichita State hasn't had football now in uh, 37 years, if I'm doing my math correctly. Yet there's never a month or maybe even a week or a day that goes by without somebody talking about when Wichita State is going to bring back football. Certainly in the light of realignment, we see the importance of college football. Uh, it pertains mostly to college football. And I, I see on Twitter uh, that some people are starting to uh, propose that. I want to reach out to all of them and say, that's really never going to happen. There's never going to be college football again at Wichita State. Certainly not in my lifetime, and I doubt in yours, Taylor, and you're significantly younger uh do you, how often do you hear those football bells start to toll yeah i mean i think you uh you know some of the fan base they just uh, kind of keep that dream alive 
in the back of their head. And, uh, you know, when stuff like this comes up and they, they make that push, they say, you know, Wichita State needs to add football, you know, to get back in the conversation, to, you know, have a little more control over their their destiny. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, I would I would agree with you uh, that, you know, it's not going to happen anytime soon, probably not in, in our lifetime. So, uh, and you know, you just look at the, the reconstruction of, uh, you know, the renovation of Cessna Stadium, you know, what they're doing there, that's like, clear number one i mean that's the that's what should kill that argument that you know if there's ever any chance of them adding football well you know they're building that stadium to be a soccer stadium with the capacity it's not going to have you know the the attendance capacity for you know a football uh for what you need to start a football program so you know they're kind of just uh uh ending the dream with that in my opinion so that should be enough to convince people but i know there's always going to people that want to see soccer football back but uh I don't hear it as much uh, as I as I did, you know, maybe five six uh, years ago, you know, when they first moved to the American. But I'm sure it's there's always going to be holdouts, always going to be people that that want to see that that program brought back. A lot of good memories uh, for people, uh, you know, in the fan base. So I understand it, but yeah, I mean, it's just uh, unrealistic, is what I would say right now. All right, Taylor, really appreciate you giving some time to us today. Congratulations on your 91 out at Auburn Hills. Uh, we'll catch up soon, okay? I got to do better next time. All right, thank you. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.